Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number for your voicemails. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. All right, so we got a whole bunch of voicemails, and we decided we're going to divide these up into two parts. We're going to do our regular voicemails uh, at the 1130, but we got so many calls about Jim Lucas, and you know, this it appears the Republicans are going to do nothing about this, and they're just content to just let it be what it is and it doesn't look like there's going to be a censure or there's going to be a reprimand or there's going to be anything now if you're curtis hill and you're just merely accused of something without any criminal charges or ethics violations well the governor will sprint to the nearest podium to condemn you and say you should get out of here but if you i guess plead guilty to dui and fleeing the scene then that's just a personal matter oh and you run through a barricade too right so uh so a lot of people are not happy with this Mm -hmm. a lot of people are upset with a variety of things and so i figured we'd let these people get it off their chest since look he is a public servant they do pay his salary he does get to make choices for these people and uh then this probably be the end of it hey with uh jim lucas not in the mitten fault and rod and todd the planers boys not forcing him to do it it all just goes back, and first thing I think of is the Ben Franklin quote. It's, we must all indeed all hang together, or we must assuredly we all shall hang separately. They're not going to let anybody get into the ranks. Because if you spoke before, they're all just as dirty as everybody else, and they all know the secrets. So Jim's probably got something on them that they're not willing to let out, so they're just going to let Jim get a slap on the wrist take his little beatings in the PRs for a little bit and go back in because he's a rank-and-file vote for them. He's not going to set the status quo. They know it's going to be there for until he gets reelected. And it's all 100% counting on a vote. If he gets reelected. Yeah, and we'll see. You know, maybe somebody will run against him in a in a primary. He's mm-hmm. been gerrymandered into a very safe Republican district, so he has no fear of losing in the general. And again, by the Republicans not speaking out, now the law is very clear, the Republicans can't remove him from office, and I don't think anybody's suggesting that, but by not censuring him, I mean, this is repeated behavior from this guy, not the DUI or fleeing the scene, but you know, the guy's been severely reprimanded before because of things he's posted on social media. He obviously felt guilty enough that he took it, he took his account down for a while before this the thing with the Holocaust Museum where he had to go to that last year. It's just repeated behavior from the guy, and yet nobody inside the Republican caucus will say, we've we've had enough of you. Yeah. 
They're, they're going to wait and see, Yeah, which means nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a lot of calls. So I want to make sure we have time to get to okay. all of these. Uh, what's next? Hey, Kendall and Casey, I listened to you, what you've been talking about, your state representative, and I, I don't understand a double standard. On one case, when you talk about Trump and what he's going through, you're telling him to keep his mouth shut. I'd hate to be his lawyer, but yet when it comes to your state representative, you want him to say, go on your show and tell everybody everything. You know, it's like you don't incriminate yourself. You don't talk to the media. Now, if it's okay for Trump not to talk to the media, why not your guy? This doesn't make any sense to me. You got double standards there. Bye. Okay, so there's so many things wrong with this phone call. First of all, we said don't talk to the media. Mm -hmm. We said you should issue an apology. Right. Our issue Press is... Press release. Our issue was he didn't apologize to his constituents. He There's no sense of remorse to his constituency who he's thoroughly embarrassed. And the fact is the moment he got his plea deal done under essentially cover of darkness because the deal was done, the charges were filed and the deal was done within an hour, which gave the media no time to cover it, get to the courthouse, whatever. He sprints to Hammer and Nigel, which means the guy clearly is seeking attention. He's clearly looking for attention. And the difference between Jim and Trump, Jim did it. Jim now has admitted he did it. He pled guilty. He pled guilty within mm -hmm. two and a half weeks mm -hmm. to the thing he was accused 12, of doing. 12 days. Was it 12 days total? Okay. 12 days. Okay. So within 12 days, which is even worse, he admitted he did everything because it was obvious he did it. It wasn't like Trump where there's some, you know, constitutional issue here whether a president can take documents. Jim did it. Mm -hmm. That's the, the, these things are not even on the same planet. Well, and we're saying that Jim needs to go through the three-step process, which is admit it, apologize, take corrective action. And he did admit it. We never really heard an apology. Will he take corrective action? Well, I think he's being court-ordered to. But will it stick? But we'll then he, see. but then he said he's going to do. I mean, now right. and I guess he didn't say he's. I mean, so what? You're you're not you're not going to drink until the moment you can drink again, and then you're going to drink again. I mean, what? The, these two things are not even close. They're not even on the same planet. Jim did it. He admits he did it. It's obvious he did it. The, the, I think the car with the busted bear with the that was busted into pieces mm -hmm. and the oil leaking and the two and a half tires gone pretty clear from the beginning you did it versus trump where there is a literal constitutional question that the supreme court is going to have to figure out figure yeah. out yeah. yeah all right uh what's next i'm a registered nurse and i can tell you right now that that lucas guy will not be able to not drink for a whole year the only question i have is who's going to monitor him you know, he's smart enough to, you know, he gets tested on Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so he quits drinking on Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I mean, he's going to get, he's going to keep drinking. It's just, can we catch him? And once he gets caught and violates probation, what's going to happen then? That's the big question. So I'm really interested to see what happens and stay on top of this. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Now, I hope he doesn't, right? We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. I hope Jim doesn't. I hope this guy's wrong. But the testing, and I've talked to multiple people, and this is before anything with Jim Lucas, the the testing 
is a joke, right? That's what I'm wondering. How do you test for that? Well, I mean, you have to do... Oh, there's a saliva test you can do, a blood test. Right, but I mean, you can... I've talked to multiple people. I, thankfully, have never had to be a part of this, but people who have, they've said, you can pretty much time up the test. Mm -hmm. I mean, the these... These probation officers are overwhelmed. They're just swamped with people. And so it's not like they're going to be out being Inspector Gadget outside of your house keeping surveillance on you. And you can pretty much time up the test and get a pretty good idea. Now, I hope it's not an issue. I hope Jim just stays completely clean and it's not something that he's thinking about doing. But this idea that, oh, well, he's got a test. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Wait 48 hours. So I hope, but I hope that, I hope this guy's and I wrong. And I'm, I'm curious as to, he will he have a probation officer and what is that check-in? Is it going to be in person? Is he going to have to do it over the phone? Is it just letter-based? What is it? We'll see. All right. Um, what's next? Yeah, so I just wanted to actually comment on Jim Lucas. If a police officer gets a DUI, he loses his job. So why does Jim Lucas get to keep his job? He's a public servant just like a police officer is. Is there a double standard going on here? I think so. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Casey. Well, clearly there's a double standard. Well, so this is the, it's the what should versus what will, right? Because by will, the only way you can remove someone from public office is if they're convicted of a felony. And Jim was not convicted of a felony. However, again, when we come back to the repeated lapses in judgment that this guy has shown, and he must feel some guilt over them because he took his Facebook page down several years ago. If he didn't think he'd done anything wrong, why would you run from it? Mm-hmm. He obviously took his Facebook page down again with this one. I guess it's still down. Who knows how long that will be? The thing with the hol- where he had to go to the Holocaust Museum and apologize. Clearly, he feels, or whether he apologized or went or more understanding or whatever word he used, he feels remorse or is acknowledging these things in the terms of how he's reacting to them. In this case, it was a guilty plea in terms of criminal charges, obviously the most serious of all of them. And so I look at this and say, I am paying a guy's salary. And I think we worked full circle on this, Casey. Yeah, he's going to have fines based on things he's got to pay. The barricade he blew through, the court costs, the whatever. We're paying it. We give him money as a lawmaker. So he's going to take the money that we give him as a lawmaker, $60,000 plus a year, and he's going to take that money that we give him and pay for the He's going to pay for the stuff. Mm-hmm. So the, we're paying for it. We are paying for it. Mm-hmm. And this guy will still get to make decisions. For us. For us. For his district. For every person who hasn't had a DUI, for every person who's never been arrested, for every person who's never pled guilty to a crime, this guy, because he made it very clear with Amber Nigel, he's not going anywhere. And I think it's because... Well, he said it, he wasn't going to resign. Right, it, it doesn't, and it doesn't matter. But this is a guy who clearly, based on that interview, and Casey, you can correct me if I'm wrong, showed no remorse. I think he's remorsefully got caught, and he's mm-hmm. embarrassed that he had to go through this. Yeah. But the fact that he's not going to quit drinking... The fact that he's still denying he was hiding the car. I mean, the fact that he denied to Nigel that he was hiding the car and he and they did the same thing with the cop, right? Where it's uh, not a van. It's not a van. I don't know about a van. I mean, he knows exactly what he did. This is a guy 
who appears to just have no doesn't feel bad about this at all. He's sorry he got caught and he's going to start drinking again. And this is the people these are now the people that represent us, people who play cute with the truth with the cops, try to hide their crime from the cops are still lying about hiding their crime from the cops. And this guy gets to make decisions for us and we have to pay him. Mm-hmm. That does that just doesn't sit well with me and I don't think it sits well with a lot of people. So the House Speaker, Todd Houston, said he was disappointed in the actions of Jim Lucas. And he decided he said he hasn't decided whether he's going to face any consequences from the Republican caucus. Now, again, Todd Houston cannot remove him from office. So people are mad. Oh, he should be removed from office. You can't legally remove him from office. The onus is on the Republicans, though, in Indiana, the Indiana Republican Party, the House Republicans to say, we're done with you. You have embarrassed us time and time and time again. And if you're going to do this, you're not going to, you know, assemble with us. You're not going to assimilate with us. We have had it. This was the this was the last the last straw, because because when Jim did the racially insensitive memes, we were told this is it. Shape up or shape out. That was the insinuation from Houston. Well, here we are. We had the in between the DUI and that we had the thing where he had to go to the Holocaust Museum. So when is it? When is the last straw? It's one of those things where if you've ever been on the bubble in a job and you you know yeah. you're possibly getting fired but they're not going to fire you they just make your life difficult yeah. and it makes it so you don't want to go in that could be what this situation is i mean especially if they remove him from the caucus sure. they'll just make it so he's not in any sort of leadership position it's not a good time for him to go in there until eventually he has to come to that decision on his own right uh, what one more phone call talking about Jim Lucas. Well, um, we'll just keep this real simple here. I'm an alcoholic myself, and there are 12 steps, and he hasn't even admitted the first one yet. So good luck and uh, best wishes uh, trying to do that without being honest. So uh, we all know how that's going to work. Just like you said, he don't even want to be, he can't even be accountable for his actions. So how can he be accountable for his actions for us? He can't. Simple. And I get it that he shouldn't be defined by this mistake for the rest of his life. You don't have to resign. I get that. But take a leave of absence for six, seven, eight months, nine months. You know what I mean? Go work on you. Because it's like this little plea bargain. No. Me or you would never get that kind of deal that fast, that quick after two weeks of silence and not even admitting anything, and then all of a sudden you get probation and see you later, please. Anyway, we all know, I mean, different people get different situations and different uh, consequences, but that's the biggest thing that will make him change or not change are consequences for his actions. And as we see, what consequences does he have? Zero. So from my experience... I had zero consequences. Guess what changed? Nothing. So, anyways, keep up the good work. And, yes, uh, that will be part of the process, Nigel. Step nine, making amends. So he should apologize to you face-to-face. But we'll see if that happens as well. Well, thank you for that phone call. He was being open and honest. Yeah. Which... As he said, it's part of the process. Right. Yeah. And and the reason we played these phone calls, because again, everybody should continue to pray for Jim that he gets the help he needs. But it appears that the Republican Party 
when you have a person who is making decisions for other people, is not taking this serious at all. The leadership, Todd Houston, is not taking this serious at all. And people are upset about this because this guy will continue to get our money and will continue to get to make decisions for us. And there doesn't appear that this guy is feels bad about it. He's not going to take the corrective steps, it doesn't appear, based on that interview with Hammer and Nigel. And the people in charge of the state just seem to not think it's a big deal at all. Yeah. So I hope these phone calls will show them that people do in the state of Indiana are paying attention to this, Todd, and they do think it's a big deal. This could also be a situation where the seriousness hasn't hit him yet because he could have just still been in that shock uh, and the fallout. He had two weeks, Casey, and the fact that he couldn't get on Hammer and Nigel fast enough, that's not the seriousness not hitting you. It's nothing's, uh, look, it doesn't appear anything's changed. And ultimately, it, even if he's not going to change, Todd Houston and the Republicans should be taking this far more serious than they are. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and Hammer's going to join us next.